Hello and welcome to another B-Movie bonus. This week we are going on a nice safari and please bring your raid because if you don't, you're going to be bug infested like no other fucking life event ever. I'm your citizen co-host with your amazing co-host, Bug Man. Sean Anderson. <laughs> Wait, who and are you? <laughs> this, I'm the citizen co-host, Stephen Reyes. Oh, there we go. Wait, am yes. I a civilian? Or did you say citizen? You're... You're. Oh, do I need to serve? And I need to. I need to put in my two years to get to citizen. Well, I like making the bug reference because you're pro bug. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm. I'm whatever uh, status the citizen bugs are. Citizen bugs. <laughs> I'm and citizen bug Sean Anderson. I love it. Citizen bug Sean Anderson. And if you guys have no idea what we're talking about. That makes sense. But we're talking about Starship <laughs> Troopers. And I promise the rest of the episode will not be this confusing. So we're going to jump right on in. This is more movies. Please get me some goddamn raid. We are recording. Happy levels, levels again to you, sir. Happy B-Movie Levels Levels to you! Whoa! B-Movie Levels, and as always, we want to warn everybody that we will be talking about a lot of... <coughs> spoilers. So many spoilers. We're gonna spoil the hell out of this movie for you. Are we gonna spoil stuff or spoil the movie for them? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I guess it depends on how we feel about the movie. Um, <laughs> I, 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 where we both are coming into this not knowing at all what the other person is thinking about this one. <laughs> Um, so it could go either way. It it could go either way that I know I, I think we both were very excited to start watching this one. Yeah. Well, I, I was kind of dreading it a little bit. I gotta be honest with you. Oh, okay. Well, let me say, I was curious to see if I still remember it as fondly as I used to, since I saw it when I was much younger. Okay. But I am curious as to why you were dreading this particular movie. Well, I think I was dreading it. Because uh, it sounds like we had a similar first viewing experience. So this one came out in 1997, uh, like mm-hmm. peak Paul Verhoeven time, you know. Uh, what did he do? No, RoboCop came out in what, the 80s, was it? The 80s or early, early 90s? Yeah, that yeah. it was before this film, but still relatively close pretty, in pretty close. time frame. Yeah, so I mean, Paul Verhoeven had had really established himself as... Uh, like a director of these ridiculous over-the-top action movies um, that could probably all be called B-movies if you want to go for it. Um, and uh, I just went like crazy with this one. And uh, <laughs> like story-wise, but also like violence-wise. And I don't think he'd ever really been a very tame director. Robocop was disgusting in some ways. It was very oh, violent. that was very, very violent. That- yeah. Even watching it in my later years, I was still cringing a little bit. I mean, it, I cringed less watching this one now than I did when I first saw it, but Robocop still gets to me because it it is, I mean, it's sci-fi, but seeing uh, whatever the character's name was get, like, torn apart at the beginning just by gunfire, like, is it, it's rough, man. Yeah, it's a little easier to separate yourself from Starship Troopers violence because... Yeah the scenario of going into space and fighting these kind of bug creatures mm-hmm. doesn't feel like it's tangible in our reality. Like granted, who knows what kind of creatures we will discover or if you ever go in the ocean and deal with sharks, but still oh, like yeah. compared to gunfire and space bugs, 
one's a little easier to imagine yourself in a scenario. I agree. I agree. Although I did not have that um, ability, I guess, when I first saw this movie. So this movie came out in 97. I would have been 11-ish. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I saw it right then when it came out. Probably not. I hope not. But I wasn't much older than 11. I was maybe in my early teens when I saw it. And I maybe my dad had it or had rented it or something. So I just, I popped it in one day, one day, it was probably on VHS and (laughs) (laughs) gave it a watch and, um, did not like it. Then I was not, I, I, as we've learned through doing these episodes, I did not have the sort of like, um, violent movie upbringing, I guess you could say that you did or the exposure that you did. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Like the, well, not funny that you didn't get exposed or had a taste for these violent movies. I find it amusing that I am so drawn to them and watch so many considering that the household I was in was being raised by my mom and my sister and they tried their best to keep this stuff away from me that essentially Lion King was the best start I was getting in Aladdin with Uh with them. So it wasn't until like I started hanging out with Corey or my cousins outside the house that I get a chance to see this stuff or in the summers where I had to stay at home because I didn't have a ride to go anywhere. So I'm like, oh, look, TV. I'm going to go play with the wiring and add a second antenna and get some channels that I shouldn't. Like, I never got Skinamax stuff channels. I just sure. mean, like, some of the got, R-rated movies. You got Starship Troopers channels. Yeah. yeah. Well, that one, my mom made the mistake of I never protested when we rented stuff that was what she thought appropriate. So she gave me my own, like, card for warehouse oh, under our account cool that's cool of her. and it didn't have a restriction for their rating because she didn't think i'd rent the stuff that was maybe a mistake <laughs> <laughs> it was a major mistake like i had to pay for my rentals which hey fair enough sure but it was just uh, yeah so uh, we started renting it uh-huh. i that warehouse was cool because evil dead starship troopers oh no man <laughs> <laughs> At, like before like pre-teen years uh, preaching music, which meant like I mentioned to Corey that I had watched this one and he made a comment that had completely slipped my mind. He's like, Oh yeah, I, I remember that movie. There were so much boobs. Yeah, it was awesome back then. And yeah. when he said it now, I'm like, Oh yeah, that definitely probably is why we watched it as teens. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I didn't know that was happening, but I was not upset when it did when I was, you know, little teen boy, Sean. Uh, yeah, there was like so well, not so much nudity, but when there was nudity, it was they didn't shy away from it. They did not. The only thing that was missing was down low. Yeah, with yeah, you didn't really get a lot of that though. Uh, it's I mean, I think maybe nowadays more often, but like except for I don't know Porky's or something. Uh, it's it was all just chest like eighties and nineties mm-hmm. movies typically had you know boobs in them, but that was as as wild as it got. Yeah, and the that shower scene, I was just like, oh my goodness, they're all showering together. And then that girl smacks him on the ass. Dude, that blew my mind. Like, <gasps> I like co-ed showers? What? The, I like, I don't know. Let's say 13-year-old Sean was like, that, what? No, that can't be a thing. And I was, you know, right going into middle school. So I was like, <laughs> uh, you know, like, is this what I'm going to have to look forward to? Just I had girls slapping my ass in, in our co-ed middle school showers or whatever. It was it was a weird time. <laughs> I like how, you, correct me if I'm wrong, but your tone for back then was like, is this what I have to look forward to rather than, hey, hey. <laughs> no, I did. Well, first of all, I did not enjoy middle school. and I did not want to go to middle school. So I already had a little bit of like terror about it. 
but mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know. I, I was a very timid child, I think, which is it's probably funny. why this movie was kind of repulsive to me when I first saw it. I can understand that, that I was very shy, mm-hmm. but still wanting to be not timid. Like I, my actions were driven by timidness and shyness, mm. but my thoughts of like, hey, I want to go try this. We're right there up until the moment of, oh no, this is scary. <laughs> this is a mistake. <laughs> Somebody help me. Yep. <laughs> exact thoughts like, oh no, help. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I, 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 I would have reacted in a similar way, but I never got to the point where I was in those situations just because mm-hmm. I was like, I, no, thank you. Um, so I, I, yeah, I saw this movie pretty early on and, uh, you know, the nudity was fantastic. Why wouldn't it be? the violence as team boys speaking i you know what well yes absolutely but for anybody you know what i think who doesn't like seeing naked bodies i guess um the violence was really jarring and unexpected and graphic and it still is kind of gross i mean i've seen much more violent things since seeing this movie but it's still i don't know it's it's a very graphic movie and it's not pleasant i don't know I don't like seeing people get chomped in half by by murderous bugs. Mm. It's it's unpleasant to me. I know it's not real, and I I can disconnect from myself from that. And especially knowing how films are made now and understanding visual effects, it, it's less realistic for me. But it still is kind of gross to see. It was definitely gross on how severe they were getting killed. Like yeah. they were just getting eaten. <sighs> chomped in half just like eviscerated speared through like mm-hmm. uh, or melted burned, melted melted or or brain sucked out that was disgusting oh yeah that that one got me yeah like i was tolerating the limbs being chopped off being stabbed being broken in half because it happens and, it's on and off the screen pretty quickly yeah and i, I was uh, chuckling like oh this is so stupid back right. then and now it's easy for me to chuckle at this stuff because we know i'm demented so we'll move on past <laughs> that but the brain thing i was just like they hold on it and you see the guy go like like hollow cheeked and ashen and he's just like mm-hmm. got that like scream face going on oh it's gross Uh, and really really cruel this is one of the things one of my issues with this film is that guy did not deserve that it's not like this this character was an asshole who was just like a problem for everybody like he saved carmen he like multiple times the Mm -hmm. only sin he did he he committed was just being like uh, uh, a competing love interest to the main character or to, to for the main character to fight against so, like he didn't deserve to die that way, but it just felt like, oh, you know, he's preventing Rico from being happy with Carmen. That's a whole other triangle I want to t- touch on, but yeah. I will agree with you. He did not deserve that kind of death that he deserved more of a warrior's death. He did get to say like, fuck yeah. you before he got his brain sucked out, but yeah. not what he deserved. He was a little bit of a dick, but you're right. He was a good guy overall. Like he I was mean, just a little bit of a meathead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as they all were, but he was cocky. And I think he, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. He he had a higher rank and he just was like a little full of himself. So I I, I don't disagree. Hey, you're flying those kind of ships around. You'd be a little full of yourself, too. I mean, yeah, those things were that's <laughs> what's the equivalent? Just like driving a semi truck down, speeding it down the freeway, I guess. So those things had those things were huge. Those things put the halo spaceships to shame. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah, those ships were huge that a lot of these people were meatheads that Mm -hmm. I want to touch upon just for a split second, the opening 
because those we want you to join ads that were so cheesy <laughs> and like were. so forceful. Like yeah. the mentality of this culture was completely the best thing you can be as a citizen, which essentially being a Marine or a man, a man or woman of service, like yeah. completely making the world seem like service is the only thing of value. Everything else is beneath. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it seemed like if you weren't a citizen, if you were what a civilian, then like being a civilian comes with, with a lot of restrictions. Like apparently you can't have children unless you're a citizen, unless you give some military service. Um, mm-hmm. you, you can't, I don't know. It seems very class-based. Like you, you can't be a productive member of society unless you you serve in the military. Yeah, like politicians had to have served. Yeah, yeah. Which I uh-huh. oh that I like the law and order of it of not necessarily so much control, but be, having some systems to help population control. Like, but a little bit more sure. fair would be nice. Like something more agreed upon. Like, hey, these are all the. Re- st- requirements we're having we all agree so we can all work together it still felt very controlling like a dictatorship ish right i maybe that was the case when it was first enacted but i think like with all class-based systems mm-hmm. they all seem to devolve into like you know higher castes uh look down on the lower castes and lower castes like want to be higher than they are usually but they're, they're they've got a boot on their neck so they can't they can't improve at least with this one, there was a path toward becoming a civilian, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just got to risk of, death. Yeah, which kind of threw me for a loop because like, if the civilians are the highest form of class or status, mm-hmm. when Rico's parents are like, you can't do this, and they had money, it was just like, wait, they're supposedly well off, yet what he's going for with they think is beneath them is high as well. Like They're a little confusing as to who really had the high status in that one. Mm. That's a good point. I, I wonder if there's like a secret, like not not publicized, but still well known, like highest cast, and it's just rich people, like like it always is in the world. Like if you've got I was money, say then, Illuminati, but well, sure, sure. Like if you have money, then what does it matter if you're a civilian or not? You can you can buy whatever you want. Yeah, you you can pay to have children. You can pay to have influence in politics or whatever. And you can pay to have adults put. Pl- pretend to be high school students in this movie (laughs) what a weird choice there are so many weird production choices in this film like like that these kids were kids quote-unquote kids were clearly Mm, for the mid to late 20s the youngest person looking person here was neil patrick harris and he was still because he was younger than them (laughs) yeah but he was still not a high school kid he was maybe late teens early 20s i would bet i would say he if it, if I was going to believe anybody looked like a high school kid, it would have been him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I knew he wasn't that age, but he looked like it that I kind of just wish they had made this. Hey, you're going to go to, you're in college and are you going to go get a career? Or are you going to go during the service kind of thing mm-hmm. versus high school? Although it's kind of hard to do a bug dissection class in college versus high school biology kind of thing. Sure. Yeah. 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 I that was weird to me the like the entire population of Argentina being like little white boys and girls was weird to me I don't understand that at all I mean I was reading through the trivia for this movie and some people keep asking Casper Van Dien who played Rico that question mm-hmm. and like he always he he suggests that maybe he, Rico was the descendant of exiled uh, Germans from World War II because apparently Argentina was sort of a a, a big emigrating place for exiled germans but that doesn't really account for every other character who is just white 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 in argentina 
So there's a couple things we can do to address that. And this is really stretching the line to, as an explanation, uh-huh. you can have multi for any race. You can have different shades of colors sure. that actually like you can go to Puerto Rico, see blonde, blue eyed men and female. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, so there's that. The other one is maybe that the, should I make the bad joke? I'm going to make the bad joke. <laughs> maybe the, <laughs> the Trump society took over and that's why they took over that area because all the whites just took power over the world and no country is what it, its original race was. The, the new Aryan nation. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Which, which ties into like my big overarching feeling a, a thing with this movie. I don't know if we want to get into this right now. Um, there's a lot of movie to talk about. Um, but, uh, you know, well, let's just say that I'm on the bug side. Okay. Okay. So yes, we're going to play with that one because I think my defense would be B movie and we'll get to that. Well, I I think, you know, (laughs) okay, this is a ridiculous movie, but it still has some depth to it. I think. Well, yes, but I just meant like <laughs> anytime there's logic that doesn't work, it's like, well, <laughs> this was just made for fun. No, but there's but, there's there's a lot to talk about, though. I I agree, but it, I still think Paul Verhoeven is a good enough director that he made some very conscious decisions. Oh yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. I didn't, when I was saying B movies, like that's gonna be my defense when oh, like okay. you go, this doesn't work. I'll be like, well, well, no, I I I think it works. I think it's just the humans were the bad guys. Okay, so you know what? I think we're dancing around the subject. Let's just dive into it, and we can always go back to all our other key points. Mm-hmm. And I'll make one key point before we dive into this. The bugs deserve to win and inherit the Earth. The effects for all the space travel, yeah, I thought, looked pretty good considering the time, uh-huh. but it did remind me of playing, like, floppy disk games. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, all of their, like... Um, uh, I don't know, screens and digital interfaces and computers mm-hmm. uh, did look very dated. And that's just because I think, you know, they had back people back in 97 had the ability to, to create very, they had, they could make some good looking visual effects, but they didn't have like, I don't know, laptops and Macs and, and advanced computers that we currently do and, and couldn't phones. even conceive of, yeah, of an iPhone. They, their video messages were on those mini discs uh, yeah. <laughs> that we used to use for like maybe a year right. instead of CDs. Yeah, those did not take off at all. Mm, just because they were, you had to line them up, mm. you lose them, you break them. It was a great concept because it's like, ooh, cool, but we, we never got like a, a system like Walkman, CD players, or computers that right. were designed for it. It was always like the adapter that you had to use. Nobody wants to struggle like lining it up. They want to be able to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they want to stick a USB stick into something or, or just download a digital file. Yeah. Yeah. Was, uh, let's move see. into this. Bugs are correct. So I, uh, in the first, the first, I think I've seen this movie three times. The first feeling I had no idea of like the, the, the greater satire of the story here. And this is mm-hmm. a satirical film. This is, uh, you know, it, it, it is showing one thing, but I feel, um, its message is a different thing. Like yeah. the Wizard of Oz. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. This one, it's, it's you know, the, what's on screen is, you know, uh, bugs are attacking humans, so humans have to defend themselves, and hoorah, and all that nonsense. And, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're the oppressed, and we were the being killed. So blind patriotism. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's what's on screen, but there are little hints 
uh, throughout the film and along the way that suggest otherwise. And the one that really stands out to me, I, they even said it specifically. Uh, I wrote it in my notes at around 54 minutes and 45 seconds. There was, uh, I think it was right after uh, Argentina was like bombed and, you know, Rico lost his family and everybody's just really pissed. Like we've been attacked. Um, they, there was like a reporter on their ship who, you know, had one of those weirdo like stick microphones, looks like Price is Right microphone kind of thing. Thank you. I was about to say that if you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> who was going around saying, you know, some suggest that, you know, uh, the, uh, what did he, uh, the bugs were provoked by the intrusion of humans into their natural habitat. And if that's the case, and I don't think there's anything in this movie that suggests otherwise, then the bugs could have been just a very peaceful uh, uh, society. And we came in and started shit, as I think humans are wont to do. You know, we go invade and, and take resources for our own so we can spread and, and, I don't know, spread our own civilization. So... I feel like there's no reason not to believe that reporter. And if that's the case, then humans started the war. Bugs are just defending things. And, you know, unfortunately for humans, there are a lot more bugs and they are a lot more violent. And Oh, they are a lot more violent. Yeah. So <laughs> just those farts were taking out starships. I, what a weird thing. <laughs> I forgot you, you that I, it was, I thought it was like bug guns or something, but it was, it was bug farts. Yeah. You knew I had to dress that one that I wasn't about to let that gas pass. <laughs> I I'm glad you didn't because it needs to be talked about. <laughs> that might have to be the subtitle. We're not letting that gas pass. Ooh. Although we do have some other ones too, but yeah. we'll take a look. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think that the bugs were just defending their own planet, their own world. And, you know, they, the movie doesn't, I think the movie maybe comes in when it does midway through this like human bug skirmish for a reason, because if you went back in time and saw like a a prequel, an origin story explaining how this all happened, then maybe it would show that the human started it. And the only way they can get all of these kids these young high school quote-unquote kids into the military is through this like uh the this propaganda the the the, like interstitial terrible cheesy looking things at the beginning saying bugs are coming after us you know enlist in the military become a citizen and uh uh, kill bugs because that's your duty when in fact it's you know i think it's just politicians do what doing what they do best and killing young people Killing young people, trying to claim land for themselves, that it's literally like, oh yeah, this is America. This is our land. Yeah. We, you guys are the outsider. Like, um, no, we are not the indigenous people whatsoever. We are essentially the intruders. Very much going back to like a, I don't know, the colonial invasion of, of Native Americans, you know, Mm -hmm. just people like showing up out of the blue saying, Hey, this is new land. We're going to take it. Oh, who are you? Oh, we're going to, we're, we're taking it. We're, we're taking your land. Oh yeah. They were just wanted to take everything because they wanted the resources from the galaxy and didn't think to like maybe try to peacefully avoid the bugs or yeah. try to find a way to communicate because Neil Patrick Harris's character was the only one trying to make some kind of connection. Maybe, maybe he was motives were what? Oh, okay. Go ahead. to, <laughs> to get an advantage, but he was still trying to figure out a way to connect not for a peaceful method but it could 
evolve into that later on. I don't think it was a peaceful method at all. Did you see what he was wearing? I, this is another like. Oh, where he looked like Hitler. Yeah, exactly. He looked like he looked like an SS officer. And it it came like, you know, you look at those like little shoulder patches. It had like a three little lightning lightning mm-hmm. bolt thing. It looks like an SS symbol. And he's he's dressed up in, you know, black gray garb with a you know military hat on. I, yeah. I don't know well, if he was going for peace there. I think he was just looking to um, how, how best to defeat the enemy for his, okay, no, his no. superiors. His intentions were for advances. Yeah. That my point was just that his methods were the only one that could potentially lead to peace accidentally. True. Yeah. Because yeah. he was trying to find a way to communicate to get an advantage. And who knows, maybe by communicating kind of like... um uh what is it pacific rim where they finally like bond with the brain to see what they're doing right like there wasn't peace but they got more knowledge to understand what the problem is here yeah and yeah though the military propaganda was insane because you saw like just in that high school dance Mm -hmm. carmen was just desiring anything in a uniform and those ads probably like brainwasher from day one I think they brainwashed a lot of people. I mean, brainwashed Rico. There was no reason why he should have joined the military. Although, no, he, um, he did say he, he went into it because of Carmen. <laughs> he, yeah, he went into it for Carmen, That which is the funny thing. Like, this is not even to the point of all the different messages and logic and story behind everything else. But, dude, you had Diz I there. I know. Who was... And she was a nice fan. girl, man. She was nice. She was stronger. She was damn. She was damn. <laughs> like, she was all over him too. She was like, for as a older man, mm-hmm. damn kid, you're wasting your time I as a know. teen. What the hell were you thinking? Even back then, I was like, dude, no, 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 that one's better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I <laughs> like. I don't know. It, he was treating her like if it, he was the high school jock going after the cheerleader who keeps on teasing him, and this was the nerdy girl in overalls with glasses. Yeah, yeah. And when she was 10 times better than the cheerleader. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, not to, not to speak ill of teen of cheerleaders because, you know, I'm sure on the whole they're, they're, they're fine people and they're not all ditzy airheads, oh, yeah. but I mean, it was just the 90 stereotype representation. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I take your point. Um, yeah, but she like, I don't know. It, it's, it's one of those, one of those guy things, I guess, where you could just blind yourself to what's in front of you. And mm-hmm. It seemed hard to do because I like she was not being subtle, Dizzy. She was she was like I I like all over Rico. She wanted to be all over mm-hmm. him, and she got there. But then, like by the time Rico for- finally got some sense smacked into his head by her, she mm-hmm. ends up dying. Yeah, and <sighs> the funny thing is, he was kind of a meathead. So yeah, she was a tomboy, but not in the typical '90s tomboy sense. Like right, she was as beautiful as a regular woman for that time that uh-huh. stereotype but as tough as the tomboy so she ha- he had a woman who visually got his attention and enjoyed the stuff he did <laughs> yeah 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 so for 90s macho machismo dumbass i know <laughs> Here come we go. on don't be the football player you are like be better be be more progressive man so there was some back and forth like with stereotypes and just like dynamics that threw me off mm. so we had the meatheads on the football field which hey if you had that kind of muscle and energy and crowd cheering you on i get it i'd be that crazy too but i the nerds were teasing the jocks for their test scores (laughs) 
Yeah. Which I saw, <laughs> found that as an interesting role reversal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the jocks weren't like beating up the nerds because of it. They were just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, well, I, like I felt ashamed that their math score was low. Yeah, yeah. But I thought it was interesting that, you know, Rico and uh, Carl, Carl Jenkins, um, mm-hmm. yeah, Carl was making fun of the jock for it, but the jock didn't go and beat up the the nerd they were still just friends and it was the you know the jock was like yeah i know i need to do better Ugh, man you know it, it was it's it's interesting it does follow these very stereotypical uh characterizations but then it also kind of turns it on its head a little bit and it's not exactly what we're familiar with it does and like generally to go to the rico carmen relationship before she gives him a dear john video which damn <laughs> that just that kills and she didn't like she eased them into it too like oh this is so beautiful da, 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 but uh, rather than hey i miss you i know you're having a hard time but i need to talk like yeah i mean she normally, was considerate about it it still sucks no matter what oh yeah like in those movies in that time in mind frame yeah you would expect the girl to be chasing the guy for like to say i love you not him mm-hmm. which when he had to tell her just say it once try it on for size oh, i was just like you could Ooh. see it in her eyes she didn't want to do it <laughs> And you're like, oh, if you have to force her to say it, this is not going to last, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's rough. Been there. That was, that's uncomfortable. It felt uncomfortable to watch for me because I'm like, oh, this is too familiar. I don't like this. (sighs) Not to say I was a football jock, but you know. But no, no. It's just like, yeah, when, when you know, it's just not working. Yeah. But you know, (laughs) it's, it's still like you want it to work. It's not working and you know, you'll, you'll be better off, but you're like, ah, Huh. Anyway, uh, it's yeah. No. Well, to something but then, less painful. I don't know. I like. I, I still want to talk about this a little bit. It, you know, Dizzy dies at the end. Carmen makes it out alive, which is I, you know I don't want anybody to die. It's a little frustrating. Yeah. She makes it out, out alive as opposed to what was the name? It's not fair. It, it's really not fair. Everybody's fine. Rico and Carmen mm. might end up getting back together or something. Who, well, probably not. They're both like career military people now. But like these two people who shouldn't be together are the ones that make it out alive instead of the people that are better for these characters. Like, or the ones that who were originally committed for the correct reasons to this career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Rico, uh, he ended up like getting into it, but that was just because he's like, I keep getting promoted and and killing bugs is uh, he got high, promoted you know? like two or three classes in one battle. I know. That was crazy. I mean, I, I don't know how many battles there were throughout, like in between the ones we saw, but he got up to what? Uh, sergeant or something? He got, he got corporal and then he got higher. He got two promotions on one day in the same battle. Which is nuts to me. And like, but dude was a private is, like a, a week before. So we don't know how long before private in that battle, but that battle like moving up so quickly. Yeah. The sad thing is war can do that that fucking fast. True. If your superiors get it like like his did. Oof. Mm-hmm. And he had to put him down too. That was sad. That one that one was a little tragic because um, mm. I mean, I don't know. Uh, like that guy, that guy, I respect that guy. That guy beat up, got beat up. He had lost an arm before and was like trying to hit his damnedest to save his troops and still just got his legs eaten off. Oh, it was gross. Oh yeah, not even chopped quickly. Like that—that that was the beast that didn't have like those big, sharp, like crab-like teeth. It was just yeah. like a regular mouth. So yeah. it was just like those got chewed off. Uh, like I was one limb away from being Anakin Skywalker with the limb loss. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, but yeah, he did not end up like Anakin. At least, at least Darth Vader kept on living. 
Yeah, but look at how. <laughs> I know it wasn't pleasant. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the better way is to to go is to just get shot in the chest and die immediately. To do the Harvey Dent from the Christian Bale Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You either die as a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah, he did have a better, uh, more of a, more of a hero's death, I guess. Mm -hmm. He, he, he died trying to protect his troops, which is like, I'm very much anti-war, but you know, Hey, if you're in it, then at least be a good person. Like, do your best to keep everybody alive. Just fight and live honorably. Yeah. And have a better death than the graphic helmet removal scene. That was gross. Or or how the general died, right? Like, right before. But yeah, that, that helmet scene in the, mm-hmm. in the uh, basic training. That one, I was, I was not ready for at all when I first saw this. That one, like Nobody that was, and the that brain sucking scene, like have stuck in my head since I first saw this movie. Cause it was, I think they probably put most of their budget into those two props. Probably, yeah, those, those two uh, like life-size dummies for, for the mm-hmm. actors. That was gross and like so sudden because you didn't even have a chance to think like, oh, he shouldn't take off his helmet before he got shot, before his, ha- his face exploded. Okay, so I knew something bad was going to happen, but I didn't expect it to be like that. That gruesome. That graphic. Like, I knew the minute he took his helmet off, I'm like, he's going to get shot, but I thought like he was going to be disabled or deformed. Yeah. Not like his brain sprayed all over the place. And that shows you like how new of a cadet Rico was that the fact that he actually mm. yelled medic when the guy's <laughs> head's been blown off. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's going to happen? I don't think they're that far into the future. They can't bring people back from the dead. No, it was like, no, it's not medic. It's clean up on aisle five <laughs> mop somebody bring in a mop please <laughs> if this had been a mockumentary then we would have had that <laughs> why isn't why uh, i wonder if there's a starship mockumentary made by the the one of the 12 producers of scary movie or something i'm sure there's a mockumentary on war which might be funny or just really disrespectful, really disrespectful. or both i could probably both but I don't, i'm hoping not this really disrespectful one uh, yeah yeah and i'm hoping they didn't set out to like disrespect soldiers or something or just like hey we want to be funny but we you know we we oopsed on the subject matter tropic thunder oh yeah okay yeah there we go that why isn't that one on our episode index i love that movie (laughs) it's messed up though. it's really (laughs) fucked up i mean i the entire robert downey jr character is extremely questionable and the fact that people haven't given him as much shit as he should have gotten for that is impressive. Well, he did recently. It was it was a weird thing that happened on the internet like a year or so ago. Like a bunch of like teenagers or so caught wind of of this movie, like had never mm-hmm. seen it before, but then suddenly saw Robert Downey Jr. in blackface and had no idea what the character was, but were suddenly like, we need to cancel Robert Downey Jr. How could he do this? Blackface, ah. But didn't know that the, that character itself was satire. Yeah. Well, it's just kind of like the whole um, community where they removed that one D and D episode because right. Chang was dressed as a black elf, not even blackface. Oh yeah. And then they did the same thing to scrubs were, and all, all these Robert Downey Jr. Community scrubs, these three all did it with the intention of not making fun of that. The, african-americans it was literally either making fun of the fact that this is wrong or completely just the same makeup for a completely different character Mm -hmm. like the elf thing yeah none of them i thought were in the wrong like granted it looked bad and a little insensitive but not enough to pull right from the episodes 
or at least yeah. add a disclaimer. A disclaimer would have been fine. Yeah, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't think any of those things went into it with the intention of being racist. It was sort of, not, it was, um, at least not those three. No, 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 no. It wasn't like, I don't know. Like there are some movie, you can point it to some old movies where people were dressing up in blackface with the intention of being racist, like, like straight up trying to be racist. I don't think those, these things were trying to do it. Um, it's just, I don't know. I like, I, I, I'm, I'm not upset. I understand why those things were removed, but a disclaimer at the very least would, mm-hmm. you could use it as a teaching moment instead of, um, just removing the opportunity to, to learn and understand and grow, you know? Oh yeah. I completely agree. I, which is what I think a lot of those older movies are used as or like you, you put on something like, I don't know, I saw uh, Mr. Bojangles or what you put on something like that character and you say, this is objectively wrong and here is why. Yeah. But if you just, if you, what's, what's the saying? If those who, um, I don't know. Those who don't learn from history are doomed to, to repeat, repeat it. it. Exactly. Yeah. If you don't give yourself the opportunity to learn from history, then it's going to keep happening. And I think just removing those things from history is a guaranteed way to have crap like that happen again. Oh yeah. I completely agree that when they got pwned on that one expedition against the bugs yeah. where we had the fart attack. Yeah. Yes. I'm going there again. <laughs> they had the newscasts of like the talk shows going, Hey, how do we do this? Are, is there a smart bug? And one guy, they're smart bug. They're bugs. There's no way they can be smart. And my thought was, Oh, a bug can't possibly be smart. It can think for itself. Who's going to trust science. I'm like, huh? A little too relevant in the past previously. I know. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's what all good satire is. It's, it's evergreen. You know, you can, you can still, you can relate to it even, uh, what, 23 years after 24 years after it's been made. I feel like Starship Troopers, at least with that particular thing of not trusting science Uh and logic, hit it the nail right on the head. Yeah. Kind of like the Simpsons with predicting events. (laughs) I know. And they are like, I don't know how they're doing it. They're on fucking fire. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's, it's alarming. So maybe as an aside um, if anybody is upset with what's happening right now knock on matt graining store he's uh-huh. he's responsible for 2020 and so everything else either he's a time lord making money by knowing the future he's the master there you go Ooh. that or he's a vampire who accidentally time traveled back and is just hey i have knowledge this will have to make money for the future mm-hmm. could 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 that be bo- could it be both can there be uh a gallifrey and vampire because I feel like there have been some vampire episodes of Doctor Who, right? There have been vampire episodes, but for the most part, they were all like just different types of aliens. Oh, okay. And not the true vampire based on what the lore we're most common with, mm. but very similar. Oh, they live off this, but it's not blood, but it's still uh, leeching off of another life force kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it could be, but I like it being one or the other because it makes it funny if it's just a vampire who's making profit off knowledge yeah or the whole it's the master going back in time (laughs) and we're getting stuck in the middle of all that shit yeah 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 i i like this idea i want i want Mm -hmm. to see a doctor who uh simpsons crossover (laughs) oh i'm sure they've had a doctor who animation in their cartoons at some point oh i bet i i yeah i bet that many episodes i'm sure there's been a taunt baker thrown in there somewhere (laughs) oh man but this movie is fascinating. I ended up, you end up really feeling for, I don't know, I don't know how other people feel about this, but seeing that the brain bug just being tortured at the end 
with given how I felt about uh, uh, the bug human relationship, it, it really bothered me. <laughs> it's it's unpleasant to watch. I don't know. It's it's a this is a fascinating film. It's it's I think it's right to be placed in the the B movie uh, to be given that title, despite what our our mutual friend GV exclaimed when we said when we said we we're doing this one as a B movie. <laughs> um, because I don't know, it has some A movie uh, ideas and concepts, but I think time has beaten it down into <laughs> b-movie territory despite it looking good like we you know we found out when we were watching judge dread like hey 97 mm-hmm. was i guess they were starting to really figure out how to do decent visual effects like they still had a long road ahead of them but they don't look that bad yeah they didn't look that bad that this one i think the over the top bug and acting mm-hmm. which the acting wasn't bad like it fit for the movie yeah but it was just kind of over exaggerated uh-huh is what pushed it into a B movie. Now that back then it probably danced the line between B movie and awesome nineties action. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's just kind of drifted. It's, it's not aging like a fine wine. (laughs) No, it is not. Let's see. I'm looking up, uh, how much, what, what its budget was in 97. Uh, whoa. In 1997, it had a $105 million budget, which is crazy for nineties. Okay, that is crazy for 90s. And it does make sense because even though the effects weren't anything near what we have now, yeah. it did look good considering it was made. So they probably really did pour money into what they were doing. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think it shows on, on the screen. You know, mm-hmm. it's clear this is dated. The visuals are dated, but I mean, they're done well. I watched mine in 4K and unlike me watching Die Hard, sometimes getting some pixels. Oh, sure. It, it went pretty smooth. Like it wasn't like immaculate 4K, but it looked a lo- lot cleaner than what I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it still had uh, the benefit of being shot on film. So uh, mm-hmm. it holds up. Uh, film will hold up. But the space and the ships and all that didn't, I didn't get drawn out. Like it wasn't like, oh, that's right. obviously a miniature. Like I knew it. there was probably something like that, but I was like, it didn't distract me. You know, I, yeah, it, it was clear that there were a lot of like, there's, there's a good amount of miniature work happening. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I guess Steven just sent me a, a Simpsons photo of Matt Smith holding a mop yeah. uh, as Dr. Who anyway, <laughs> totally distracted cool. me for woos. I say, see, you have to be like an actor, stay in character and don't get distracted no matter what happens. I, I, well, it's difficult with you here on the other end, <laughs> um, because you're, you're a very clever and fun individual. Um, uh, I think they did do a lot of miniature work and I think if you do a miniature work well, that stuff stands the test of time like crazy. And it like, you know, look at the Lord of the Rings, uh, that a lot of miniature work was done there. And I think it really holds up very well because for all intents and purposes, it was real. You know, some of the stuff that mm-hmm. was in battleship Tro- or starship troopers, battleship troopers, I'm combining movies now, um, in starship troopers, looks real because it was real it was just very small no i and yeah it was just impressive yeah i think that's why it still looks pretty decent and will probably continue to look okay even as it gets older and older yeah that i think visually they sold you on what they were trying to create yeah acting wise for the environment that those characters were in i feel like it worked yeah i agree it was kind of of over the top but yeah it, it didn't feel uh, I mean, 
it was over the top, but everybody was really trying their hardest to sell it. And they were treating it seriously, which I think is important. Because so you look like- at any like Marvel movie, and that stuff is bananas like out there, but everybody takes it seriously. So it's you, you really buy it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, well, I, I feel like this one is what Sharknado was attempting, where all the actors thought, this is a great idea. We're going to have fun. This is going to be a franchise, which they were right on that part. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to commit to this. And then it just flopped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, technically they're succeeding, but in regards to what they were hoping to do, mm-hmm. they thought they were going to be like the next sci-fi Jaws and they just became the next sci-fi joke. Oh, man. We need to remember that for when we do Sharknado because that's a fantastic mm-hmm. title. Sci-fi joke. <laughs> <laughs> The sci-fi Jaws that became the sci-fi joke. Yep. You should just type it in there now. (laughs) All right. Well, I think we are rounding the end of this Starship Trooper madness. Yeah. Let's see. Do I have, I don't know if I have anything more to say about it. Um, Mostly just, uh, I'm on the bug side. Humans were Nazis in this movie, I guess. And uh, yeah, I guess the sequels were, were pure trash. The sequels were uh, Z movies. Double Z's, I'm going to guess. <laughs> so I will let you guys know as a literal one-off or two sentence when I sit through those other two movies, just for the hell of it on a B movie. Like maybe by Sharknado, I'll have watched the other two just to go, this was complete trash. So you guys go have fun. Get drunk on your, your movie watching. Excellent. But as for this movie, our Starship Troopers, what are we going to rate this? The Brilliance, Blunder, or Flunder? God, I almost... I was trying to figure this one out while I was watching it, and I don't know what to call it because I don't, it's not a blunder, I don't think. Kerflunder. Kerflunder, maybe. Yeah. I, it a feels. A fucking blunder. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we need another, another rating, like right above Flunder, because I don't think this, mm-hmm. this isn't a blunder, but it is fun. We need like Frilliant or something. Uh, Frilliant? I don't know, because I don't know that I want to call it brilliant either, because. I don't know. I, you know, I, we shouldn't, we shouldn't make things that difficult for us. It shouldn't get crazy. These ratings. So I will say it's a soft brilliant because it's, it's got a lot of action. It's got, it's a good satire, I think. And if you look at this movie as a satire and really try to search for a deeper meaning Mm -hmm. and appreciate how it was made and and like the stress, you know, I didn't really talk about this during the rest of the episode, but I thought that this movie really paid a lot of interesting uh, homage to the structure of other like really good war movies like um deer hunter and full metal jacket like the structure mm-hmm. of those movies where especially like deer hunter that one opens up with a wedding and then mm-hmm. moves on into military stuff and then they get captured or full metal jacket which is basic training and then war like they follow very very similar uh plots um it's just one of them has bugs in it so I I think it's it's a very high level B movie, and I give it a, a soft brilliant for that. It's actually, despite the violence, it's pretty good. It's weirdly good. Yeah, it is weirdly good that it's it has so many different things to it mm-hmm. that it is fun. It can be watched as a mindless movie, but if you actually pay attention, there's stuff that you can take away from it. So I would call it a brilliant minus. Oh. Okay. Okay. Adam Plus is a minus. Which is essentially what you said, the soft brilliance. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that rating. Mm -hmm. It's, we've we've handed it down. Bing. There we go. So it is definitely worth a rental. If you're a B movie freak like me, go buy it when it's on sale. You'll enjoy multiple watches. 
I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, be prepared for the violence, but once you get past that, heck yeah. Yeah. What what you suffer in violence, you get distracted by and numbed away with the nudity. <laughs> that should be the subtitle. <laughs> we'll have more subtitles than we actually have podcast episode with this one. I know. Oh, <laughs> so this was a fun one. And I, I thank you. I'm going to speak for Steven here. Uh, we both thank you very much for listening to this one. It was a fun one that ended up being a kind of a full length episode. You know, our B movies aren't usually intended to, to run this long, but this one, uh, you know, inspires a lot of uh, conversation and it's fun. So thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. And make sure you, you spread the word about more movies, please, because this is a fun podcast show. We love doing, and we want other people to hear it. So leave a rating and review, share it with your friends. Just get the word out there. We really appreciate it. I'm Sean Anderson here, Ben here with my very, uh, uh, you know, wonderful uh, co-host, Urah. Stephen Reyes. <laughs> uh, and you've been listening. You're green in the lungs there, soldier. I know. <laughs> you've been listening to more movies. Please. please.